Welcome to the Veterinary Career Services Podcast, a show for veterinarians, veterinary specialists, and hospital management. Join industry expert and president of VCS, Laura Anderson, as she interviews seasoned and accomplished veterinarians that share their paths and provide insights that can help professionals achieve their career goals. Today, I am speaking with Dr. Greg Chambers, who is an internist and also one of the owners of the Akron Veterinary Internal Medicine and Oncology Practice, which is part of Metropolitan Veterinary Hospital. Dr. Chambers went to veterinary school at Texas A&M University, completed an internship at Oklahoma State University, and then pursued a residency in small animal medicine at California Animal Hospital under the direction of Dr. Stephen Edinger one of the founders of the veterinary internal medicine specialty. After completing his residency, he moved to Ohio and joined this practice. His areas of special interest include gastrointestinal, respiratory, urinary diseases, and associated minimally invasive procedures. Dr. Chambers, thank you so much for joining me today. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Sure. I am looking forward to learning more about your career and more about the second new location for Metropolitan Veterinary Hospital in Cleveland. Yeah, we're really excited. Oh, the plans look amazing. So back to the beginning of your career, after you finished your residency in California, you moved to Ohio. This was a big change. Um, Can you tell us more about deciding to make that move? My wife and I both, um, you know, grew up in in uh, smaller smaller towns, um, you know, we only really went out to um, you know Los Angeles to to do the residency. Um, and when we went out there, uh, you know, I know I know it's great for some people, but for us, it just felt congested. Um, you know, didn't didn't feel uh, you know very homey to us. You know, we always kind of felt like we were a little bit you know outside of our element um, up there. So, um, you know, when we got an opportunity to, to join, you know, uh, this practice out here, uh, we came out and visited and, and it felt much more rural um, than, than it did, you know, metropolitan, uh, despite the name. Um, so, so it was, you know, definitely more of a, uh, a homey feel uh, for, for Wendy and I. Um, so that's, that's pretty much why we uh, actually ended up coming out here. Uh, that and, and, you know, the opportunity to buy in, that's unfortunately something that, that's not offered in too many places out there right now. And so that was a, a, a big factor in your decision-making process to move to Ohio? For sure it was, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, my wife is, uh, you know, CPA and has been working for uh, a bunch of different, you know, organizations out there and and she you know thankfully has never had a problem but uh you know has certainly heard a lot of uh you know horror stories and that sort of thing with with people that are um you know kind of victims of corporate america right um Mm -hmm. so so we were trying to stay away from that um one of our that was one of our main main goals um not not that it's not great not that there aren't great corporations out there i'm not trying to say that just didn't, didn't sit well for us. Sure, sure. So you joined the practice, and then how many year, years passed before you became an owner? 
um, I want to say four years or so. Uh, uh-huh. and then, and then we, uh, started, uh, to buy into the practice. And is this still offered to veterinarians that might join your practice? Oh, absolutely. I think, um, you know, it, there's no way it couldn't, couldn't be that way. Um, you know, as the, you know, the, the older folks in the practice start to, to want to retire, um, you know, they've, they've got to have somebody to, to sell to. Um, so that's, that's kind of, you know, what, what keeps it going. So yeah, absolutely. We, we would love to have some people that are interested in, in, you know, buying into their own business and, and managing their own business. That's great. And as you mentioned, it's not an option with a lot of hospitals. So um, I think it's a very at- attractive aspect of your practice. Yeah, we, we certainly t- thought so. <laughs> can you tell us a little more about how Akron Veterinary Internal Medicine and Oncology fits in with Metropolitan and what the other uh, specialists, specialty practices are in the hospital? Yeah, so, um, you know, it's, it's really kind of a, a neat organization. Um, actually, we, we've got, you know, had an article published about us and, and, and a lot of this. We were one of the actual first um, veterinary corporations, quote unquote, uh, out there. Um, you know, basically a bunch of general practitioners got together and, and formed the hospital mostly just so they didn't have to, all of them buy, you know, their own surgical equipment and, and you know, staff for that, as well as have their own x-ray machines and things like that. And this is, you know, back in the in the 60s, you know, when all this got started. Um, and then as time has gone on, um, you know, they, they started to see emergencies and then, and then you know, uh, specialty medicine became a, a big deal. Um, so it all started off with, um, you know, a surgery um, practice that had started up. Uh, and then, you know, the internal medicine practice came in, you know, shortly thereafter. Um, and that's, that's when things really started, uh, picking up, um, you know, the, the combo of surgery and internal medicine is, uh, you know, hard, hard to beat, <laughs> you know, they feed off of each other very well. Um, so we do have a, a, a enormous surgery practice, um, you know, in, in, you know, they're, they're, uh, increasing their faculty as well, um, you know, to, to be able to kind of staff the new hospital, um, but, but yeah, we've got a, a great, great surgery service. Uh, and then we've got uh, a cardiology service that's also increasing in size. Um, we actually have two, two cardiologists, which, uh, you know, they're certainly, um, you know, hard, hard to come by a lot of times. So it's fantastic actually having two right now. Um, and, then, and then we've got um, actually Dr. Riggs uh, is specialized in exotics. Um, so, He's, he, you know, is part of the hospital as well. Uh, so we do have an exotics program as well, which is fantastic. Uh, and here pretty soon, uh, we've got an ophthalmologist coming in, uh, which is really exciting. Um, looking forward to, to, to having another ophthalmologist. We had one uh, not too long ago, but, but she left for some family reasons and wanted to go down to Georgia. Um, so, you know, it's, it's exciting, um, you know. Every, everybody's grown. <laughs> Will all of these specialties be offered in Cleveland as well in Akron? 
Yeah, uh, eventually right. anyway. Um, so certainly the surgery and the internal medicine practices will both be up there, uh, you know, from, from day one. Um, cardiology is, is not far behind, um, you know, and, and, and along with the internal medicine, you know, there's, there's oncology where we're both. Um, so we'll have, we'll have folk up there for, for both of those. Um, and then uh, the ophthalmologist is actually uh, planning on being at both locations. Um, okay. So, yeah. Yeah. And how is interdepartmental communication among all the groups? It's really great. Um, you know, I've, I've been pretty fortunate. You know, I've, I've heard, you know, a lot of, a lot of, uh, you know, my, my fellow, you know, resident mates and, you know, people that I've worked with, you know, prior to coming here, um, have, have some horror stories about, you know, departments not getting along and that sort of thing. But, uh, to be honest, I've, I've never really had that, had that problem. Um, you know, we all, all get around along very well and, and, uh, it's great because, uh, our, our surgery service actually has a neurology associated with it. Um, I didn't, didn't mention them separately. Um, cause I, for me, it's all the same thing, kind of like internal medicine encompasses oncology. Um, but, uh, you know, basically, uh, you know, if I have a question about anything and, and even if I'm doing a procedure, which is, you know, when you really need help, right. Um, you know, all I have to do is, you know, call the surgery service and, you know, somebody will be over there very quickly, um, and take a look at something for me. So for instance, you know, um, you know, if I've got a, a patient that's, that's got some upper respiratory tract disease and, and, you know, I'm doing a, uh, an evaluation of that. Uh, if I think there's some laryngeal paralysis or something, you know, I can call the surgeon in real quick to, to take a look at it for me and say, oh, yeah, yeah, that needs surgery. Or sometimes, no, I mean, that's that's fine. I don't, you know, certainly there's laryngeal paralysis there, but, but we don't really need to do surgery right now. So uh, it's, it's really nice to have that kind of uh, uh, backup um, for that, uh, as well as, you know, trying to get patients in, um, you know, for for surgery, um, you know, if I'm trying to get them ready to get to surgery for whatever reason, uh, and, and for, you know, this patient has got, you know, heart issues, uh, you know, the cardiology service is fantastic at getting those worked in for us, uh, so we can get them sent on to surgery that, because, you know, most, most of what we see is pretty, uh, you know, it needs to happen pretty quickly. Uh, so it's nice to have all these folks, you know, that, that work together and, and, you know, the same is true. You know, we, we get people in all the time, uh, you know, from surgery service or cardiology or whatever, just stopping by and, you know, asking a question about, uh, you know, something or another. So uh, it, it, it's really nice, um, you know, to, to be able to, to work that well with other people. Um, and, and again, I, I think I probably take that for granted because pretty much everywhere I've been, it's, it's been that way. So, um, you know, but but I have heard horror stories. Yeah, I mean, certainly going to work every day and in, in, to a collaborative team environment has got to be very comforting and rewarding and enjoyable. Yeah, it, it very much is. I mean, and, and especially because, you know, there's there's always going to be the case that's, you know, uh, especially with internal medicine, but uh, that's going to be a, a bit of a, you know, an enigma, you know, and, and it's nice to be able to kind of throw that uh, out to different services uh, and, and get their opinions on, on things. So if I think, you know, hey, this patient isn't quite right, 
you know, I'll have neurology take a look at it um, and and see, you know, maybe I'm missing something. Um, you know, so it's it it it's very nice. And again, I, I I'd probably take that for granted. So tell me about the doctors at a at Akron Veterinary Internal Medicine and Oncology Practice. There's a younger group with a lot of uh, young families, isn't that right? Yeah, sure is, uh, which is great. Um, so. It, it it's 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 uncanny i mean we've we've got a lot of uh um you know di- different you know people in different uh phases of life um you know we've got Do- dr gamblin who's uh you know an, another owner of of avimp at this particular point in time um you know and and uh you know his his kids just left home um you know but a few a couple of years ago uh, you know they were they were empty nesters um, you know, and, and the whole time my wife and I are raising our kids and now our kids are, you know, coming up on middle school and, you know, now we've got a younger crowd that, um, you know, have, uh, have little ones, which is just fantastic. So we've got, um, man, we've got quite the game, but actually we've got, um, definitely one under two years of age, one under one still. Um, and then got some twins i think there are three or four now um so so we've got <laughs> you've got quite a quite a lot um which is fantastic um you know we we really uh try to make sure that the environment is is good for for people with families that's so important and your holiday parties and hospital parties must be a lot of fun <laughs> yeah i i think so anyway. yeah so i i enjoy them so back to your career, tell me, when you bought in to AVIMP, what changed as from being an associate to an owner? Um, you know, at, at first, it really wasn't that much. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I bought in, but, you know, other, you know, more experienced people were there and, and were kind of doing the heavy lifting for me. Um, so I was, I was able to kind of ease into it, uh, which is really nice. Um, you know, to not not suddenly have you know, all these responsibilities kind of thrust upon you. Um, you know, you kind of kind of start buying in, and and you know, bit by bit, you're you're kind of learning how things operate, um, and that's you know, it, it, it's been really really nice um, to to have that slower transition uh, into things. Um, but I, I don't think I've ever really felt like I didn't have a voice in things either even even when i was a very mm-hmm. minor um you know owner uh I, I, you know pe- they still asked me questions and you know, were interested in what i thought and um so yeah it's 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 been great and if i understand correctly you do a lot of minimally invasive procedures i do yeah that's my new my new my new love i guess uh, so to speak um so so yeah i've i've been up to to AMC quite a few times and pretty much taken all of their all of the classes they offer up there, um, you know, and and uh, been been doing a lot of those procedures here, uh, which is one of the m- many reasons I'm excited about the new hospital. Um, I actually have my own procedure room, um, you know, so right now I have to use one of the ORs, which you know are super busy, so it's kind of tough to get into them right now, but. When I get up there, I'll have all my own, you know, equipment and my own procedure room and things like that. So, um, you know, I'll be able to do 
do them much much easier. <laughs> no, fantastic. Uh, but yeah, it's it's uh, it's fun, you know, to to, to learn new things and, and be able to do them. Uh, it kind of keeps things interesting. Right, right. <laughs> and, and so tell me, looking back, Dr. Chambers, what are some of the most rewarding aspects of your career? You know, it, it's, it's really nice to be able to connect with, uh, you know, certain people. Um, you know, so with internal medicine, uh, it's kind of, a, kind of a running joke, but, um, you know, oftentimes we're really not fixing anything. Um, with with internal medicine, um, most of the time we're we're taking a disease process and we're just managing it, um, you know, and, and trying to to keep you know the the patient uh, as comfortable as possible and and you know um, you know as, as long as possible, right? <laughs> try to get try to get a you know them to to be with mom and dad for for as long as it it can it can be, you know. So uh, a lot of times we doing that develop uh relationships with with the owners um which is which is great um you know uh, i don't know that a lot of other different specialty services allow you to do that um you know out outside of maybe neurology um you know for managing you know chronic seizure type things um so so it's really nice to be able to to kind of connect with those people and, and get to know them as time goes on um, versus it's, you know, just a, just a revolving door um, type of a type of a thing. Um, so, so yeah, I think, I think that's one of the more rewarding things. And then, you know, certainly with the newer minimally invasive procedures, I kind of get to uh, quote unquote fix things, uh, which uh-huh. is also rewarding because <laughs> Like I said, most of the time we're just kind of managing chronic diseases. Um, so, so when when we've got a, a a puppy that comes in that's you know just leaking urine all over the house and you know frustrated owners and um, you know being able to do you know those minimally invasive procedures like laser ablation of ectopic ureters um, is really rewarding. Um, you know when 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 we can eventually get them home and and they're 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 not you know wetting all over the house uh you know anymore um so so you know it's kind of nice to be on both sides of that equation how about the most challenging aspects of your career Uh, for me um you know kind of kind of dealing with upset people uh honestly i think that's kind of where most of the stress for i would assume most of us comes from um, you know, and, and trying to, uh, you know, uh, walk them through that. Um, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a lot to deal with. Um, you know, I, I kinda, I, I, I probably take on too much, <laughs> you know, uh, with these folks and, and, uh, you know, feel real bad for them and, and want to kind of help them through that process. So, um, yeah, that's, that's probably the most challenging portion of things. Um, you know, they don't, they don't really teach you that <laughs> in, in school, right? Um, you know, I can manage the disease, but the upset client, you know, that's, that's something you kind of have to learn as time goes on. How do you continue to enjoy what you do and manage the stress? You must have some outlets or some tips for younger specialists, because I know medicine can be so stressful. Yeah. Um, you know, 
mostly just, uh, you know, having a good uh, group of people to work with, I think is, is super helpful um, because we all kind of get to that point uh, where, you know, we feel down or we feel stressed out or, or that sort of thing. And, and having somebody else, you know, right there with you, um, you know, to be able to kind of commiserate with or, or kind of explain things to and, and, you know, for them to be able to say, Hey, you know, it's going to be okay. You know, it's all right. You know, uh, type of a thing is, is great. Um, you know, so I, I like, I like being a part of, of that community. So I think that that helps quite a lot. And then, you know, certainly it's helped a lot to have some, some groups of friends, you know, outside of the profession as well, um, you know, to kind of go and, and hang out with and, and, and not have to think about work all the time as well. So, um, you know, I think both, both of those things have been really helpful for, for me, uh, as well as, you know, picking up a, a good hobby, uh, you know, I think that I think that helps as well. Yeah, as we have talked this afternoon, it's been it's become very clear how much you enjoy your team. I do, <laughs> really, I really do. Yeah, and how much you appreciate them. Yep, yep. Uh, they're almost like a second family. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. it's it's like I got my family at home, and then and then my family at work. It's it's uh, you know very very much that way for me. Do you have any advice for younger specialists? just starting out, if you were to look back over your career and, and think, gosh, maybe I should have, or should I have tried this? I think I've just been really lucky. Um, you know, I think, you know, coming, coming here and actually being able to work with uh, a bunch of people that have been doing it for a while uh, was very helpful. Um, you know, and even, even in my residency, like before I was, you know, specialized and came out here and all that. Um, you know, even then, you know, Dr. Ettinger, um, you know, kind of poured a lot of wisdom into, into those stressful situations and, and that sort of thing and, and kind of kept everything, um, you know, in perspective uh, for me. So I've uh, been, been really lucky in that, uh, in that case. Um, so, but, but I certainly have heard, of, of other people that have kind of been out and, and, and tried to do it on their own, especially straight out of a school and don't really have a very good support base. Uh, and I think, I think that would, that would be much harder. Mm-hmm. So just one more question before we wrap it up. Tell me, when do you think your new location in Cleveland is going to open? Um, you know, I've, I've heard anything from July to September. Um, you know, and if I, if I have to believe it, it'll probably be closer to September. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, you know, uh, the plans keep changing for the better, um, which is, it's, it's great. We've got so many people kind of working on it right now. Um, it's, it's fantastic. I'm really excited about it. How many square feet is the new building? Um, well, Hattie, I don't know if I could tell you off the top of the head. It keeps changing. We've 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 got an <laughs> enormous building up there. Um, you know, it's it's more than what we really needed at first, but but we did that on purpose. Um, you know, we wanted to have room to grow, um, and you know, at first we were you know just going to take a smaller footprint of that building and, and start with that. Um, but as time has gone on, and you know, things have kind of uh, 
you know, re- really been taking off. Um, you know, we've been adding to those plans, you know, like constantly. Um, so, so we just keep taking up more and more of this building, but we still have, you know, quite, quite a lot left, um, you know, to, to fill up as time goes on. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't know where we are currently. I'd have to, I'd have to go back and check, you know, how many square feet we've got planned out right now. Well, it's very exciting. Very it is. exciting. It is. Well, thank you for joining me today, Dr. Chambers. It's been a lot of fun to learn more about your practice, Metropolitan, uh, your career, and in your team. I feel like you're so fortunate. I really am. <laughs> I, I, I can't complain. Um, thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you. Absolutely. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the latest episode of the Veterinary Career Services Podcast. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast to ensure you never miss an episode. For feedback, questions, discussion topic requests, or if there is anything we can do for you, feel free to contact us at laura at vetcareerservices.com. Stay tuned for the next episode of the Veterinary Career Services Podcast.